Hey, are you into werewolves, mad scientists, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. Well, who gives a shit about the stock market, Gavin? We own one share of Fast Eddie's and it's worth 93 cents. Ass. The following podcast contains... Only I didn't say fudge. And for gosh sake, watch your language. Watch your profanity. Right, I'm sorry. Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you showed him the green vroom vrooms, what the hell were you thinking? I'm your host Dave Bledsoe and this is a Friday, February 9th, 2018, Generalissimo Trump's tiny dick tater parade, where we talk about the massive compensation of throwing yourself a military parade. Stay tuned. The What the Hell Were You Thinking podcast is brought to you by Tiberius's Triumphs. When you need to placate the masses on a budget, call Tiberius. Has your bread gone hard and circus grown empty? Need to placate the mob before they oust you from power? Why not throw a triumph? Tiberius's triumphs will put together a fast, cheap, and moderately impressive perception of captured prisoners, exotic animals, legionnaires, and shiny, shiny armor. No war, no worry. Even if you got your asses kicked, Tiberius will put on a show the plebs will love. Act now and Tiberius will throw in an enemy general you can execute and pretend you've defeated. Tiberius' triumphs. Remember, you're only mortal, but a good parade gets talked about a long, long time. It's the first ever Presidential Macy's Trumpsgiving Day Military Parade. Join us as the streets of Washington, D.C. are filled with a thrilling display of authoritarian power. Fighter jets, nuclear subs, a dancing Steven Seagal, things that go bang, things that go boom, Uncle Sam on stilts with big boobs, the Trump youth with their salute to the Golden One, and Robert Mueller in a cage. Kids, don't forget to bring your poking sticks. It's the first ever presidential Macy's Trumpsgiving Day military parade. Join us for rockets and rockets. I'm not a parent, but I got two parents, so I know what I'm talking about. Now, my parents didn't put up with any shit from me. I grew up in an age where it was perfectly acceptable in polite society to send your child out to find the proper instrument with which to whip their ass, and I cannot tell you how many times I would be sent back to find a better, more damaging hickory switch. Anyone here remember them switches? Right, you used to have to go get off the tree? yourself and take them leaves like that. I see them trees today. I will kill one of them motherfuckers. But sometimes, just sometimes, I would do something so fucking stupid that they couldn't even be mad. They'd be shocked, but they were amused by the sheer level of stupid their son displayed. And that would kind of piss me off because I'd gone to all that trouble to get in trouble. It's like, I wanted to be punished. And apparently, we've reached this point with little Donnie in D.C. who wants himself his own military parade. And reactions to this parade have been universally not mad, but disappointed. 
I say that it's a fantastic waste of money to amuse the president. It's kind of cheesy and I think shows weakness, but frankly. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. We've got to also be cautious on how we do spending. We have a Napoleon in the making here. I don't know. It seems like a waste of money. And that last one was from Fox News. But you know what? He's probably going to get one. It's one with tanks and trucks and guns and all kinds of stuff that make a 70-year-old squeal. And I guess a 70-year-old squeal as well. And I'm not talking about a bunch of guys in uniforms and a marching band. No, 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 no. Generalissimo Trump wants a military parade like he saw in France last year with tanks and shit. He wants missiles rolling down Pennsylvania Avenue and fly planes flying overhead like it was a mid-season fucking football game. And with all of that, I ain't even mad. At first, a lot of people, including myself, thought it was, you know, the sort of thing that maybe a guy who's kind of a... Dictators and, and things like that. ...would like to do. I grew up in the 70s and 80s watching that footage of the May Day parades in Red Square, Square where doer men in fur coats and felt hats watched unsmiling as an endless stream of men in war machines roll past, reminding everyone in the world that in Soviet Russia, parade march over you. And maybe that's the sort of thing we ought not to be doing. But then I realized that this is just another thing that Colonel Donaldemar Trump Doffy does to stir the shit. I mean, he's totally serious about it and wants it to happen. And chances are it will happen. But the whole thing is just... It's just so ridiculous. Military parades are not a new thing in America. We do them all the time. Memorial Day, 4th of July, Veterans Day, across the country, there are people in uniform marching behind a high school band while some schlub plays the tuba badly. Lead tuba, honor band. <laughs> and not just in small towns. Why, my own little hamlet of New York City hosts the largest annual military parade in the country each November, where thousands of marchers assemble to pass in review of literally hundreds of spectators. There are dozens of us. Dozens! We've been doing that parade since the boys came back from France in 1919. But you know how things are. All the doughboys are gone. Only a handful of the greatest generation remain. And most of the Vietnam vets are pretty long in the tooth. And for some reason, they're all outlaw bikers. Not sure why that is, but it's definitely true. And of course, my generation's war, the first fracas in the Gulf, at least turn out a little bit, but there just weren't that many of us. And after the sequel war shit the bed, a lot of us don't want to have anything to do with it. So that just leaves the folks who served in Afghanistan and Iraq to carry on. And frankly, they seem a little tired of the shit. So our parade gets a little smaller in viewers, if not in marchers. Speaking of marchers... Let me tell you a secret the Pentagon doesn't want you to know. The troops fucking hate marching in those goddamn parades. Is a gigantic pain in my ass. I had the honor of marching in a parade during my time in the service. You wanna know how I got that honor? Honest to God, it was a fucking punishment. I'm not kidding. I and about 40 other people selected all shared one thing in common. We were fuck-ups, the annoyances, the burrs in the saddle of the commander of our squadron. And he paid us back by fortune us to march in a fucking parade. Karma's a bitch. So every weekday for a month preceding the parade, I and a few hundred of my fellow fuck-ups... I'm guessing the other squadrons detailed their fuck-ups to the duty as well. We would gather on the flight line for two hours in the afternoon to practice marching, and not one damn one of us had marched a step since basic fucking training, and let me tell you, it showed. I had to strip 
all the shit off my dress blues uniform, which I never wore. And then I had to send that shit to the cleaner and then put all those fucking ribbons and geegaws back on. And I didn't remember where any of them went. I had to go fucking digging around for a manual. This wasn't in the years where we had a fucking internet. I had to go fucking get a manual to look how to put my shit back on. My God, this was so annoying. What I should have done was taken a Polaroid before I sent it to the fucking cleaners. And then, then we had to fucking wash the and wax all the vehicles in the parade, including the armored ones. They had us wax an armored truck. Then we all got in buses and rode for two hours to some shithole town in the Central Valley of California in goddamn July, where it was 95 degrees in the shade, and then stand around for hours in our dress fucking blues, including that wool fucking coat drenched and we were drenched in sweat before we took a single step what when, when we did start marching we wound up slow walking down the main drag of fucking turlock california in the midday sun while someone too befarted their way ahead of us and we were following fucking clowns dressed like doughboys from world war one we active duty military followed fucking clowns fucking ridiculous clown show all this to entertain about 200 people total because Turlock, California is the zit on the rim of the asshole of California. Then we got back on the bus, which had no air conditioning, by the way, for the two-hour trip back to work, where I had to fucking work a midnight shift that night because, and I quote you, had six hours to sleep between the time I got back and between my time my shift started. Man, you must have really pissed somebody off. Oh, I did. It was a gift I had. I've never heard a single active duty member say, boy, I sure wish I was marching in that parade. I mean, I, okay, all right. I guess it was possible when we had that big national military parade. A few po folks back in 1991 might have wanted to be there, but I doubt it. So much military hardware was moving that at times it appeared Washington was under attack. The stealth bomber, oddly shaped to deceive radar, led a fleet of 82 planes over the parade route. The Patriot missile got the loudest applause of the day. Several hundred thousand spectators lined the streets, most with the same message. We're here just to say thank you and to celebrate our victory, but to say thank you to all the men and women who serve in the armed forces. Now I think that this is a wonderful occasion, but we don't want it to happen again. Because we don't want war. Yep, July 8, 1991, big national military parade that George W. H. W. Bush threw to celebrate us kicking ass and taking names back in Desert Storm. 200,000 people watched 8,000 Desert Storm troops march down Pennsylvania Avenue, and it cost the country $8 million. But we, oh man, those were the days. America was number one with a bullet. We beat the Russians. We made Saddam our bitch, and we threw a fucking parade, man. Now, me, I was out of the country when they had this little shindig. I was over in South Korea defending freedom by drinking as much soju as one man could possibly consume, possibly two, and chasing as many bar girls as one man could get away with before Ajima kicked him out of the bar. Genuine American hero. Of course, this is America, so when I got back to the States in December of the same year, everyone had forgotten about the war, and I couldn't even get a goddamn discount at Denny's. We don't do this shit anymore, okay? How many bottles of liquor does a man have to drink to get a dollar off his fucking moons over Miami? Sorry, I'm still a little bitter about that. What I'm saying is the Gulf War was a summer blockbuster movie that everyone watched, and then by Christmas couldn't even tell you what the plot was about. So, that cool eight mil we spent on that parade... It's kind of wasted. 
kind of like the 60 odd billion we spent fighting the war. Uh, you know, that parade was nothing more than Vietnam guilt complex. You see, a, a lot of people, most of whom had assiduously avoided going to Vietnam, suddenly found themselves in the position of sending a different generation of young Americans off to fight a pointless and stupid war in a foreign country and remembered how badly they treated the dudes who had came back back in the 70s. Coming home was like coming home to, from a, to a different country. In 68, it seemed like there was so much going on back home that I didn't know about that it was uh, Martin Luther King had been assassinated, Robert Kennedy had been assassinated. I didn't know any of that. And the people themselves, they didn't look like the same. They had all long hair. They were all screaming, uh, get back on the plane, you baby killer, uh, throwing tomatoes at you. You name it, that's what they did, mainly on the West Coast. When, I got when those guys came home, they were ignored if they were lucky. And they sure as fuck, no one wanted to throw a parade for them. So the Gulf War parade wasn't so much about us defeating a third-rate military power or the marginally effective Air Force, so much it was a mea culpa for that whole spitting on you when you came out of the airport thing. Sorry about that. Naturally, we had parades for the big wars, one and two. That's what we did. We had parades the right way. Ticker tape down Fifth Avenue in Manhattan, people fucking behind dumpsters on Church Street, that sort of things. But those were actual wars. I mean, they were constitutional and everything. So you can't compare millions of people in uniform in a world united to fight against the scourge of imperialism and Nazi genocide with, you know, later wars. I mean, we got to win those wars before we got a parade. Am I right? Uh, let me see here. Those wars since then. Let me check my map. Carry the two. Let's see. Is it something over here? That's a thousand here. Fifty-two thousand dead in yeah, Vietnam. Man, we ain't won nothing, y'all. Let's see. I know Afghanistan has been going on for almost 17 years. And quick Google search. We haven't won in Afghanistan. No, Iraq, well, it depends on the definition of the word win. Then, you know, we didn't not not win but we didn't exactly lose we're calling cool a draw unless of course you want to keep score by how much we spent fighting the war and that's at three trillion plus dollars so that we've definitely won we're gonna win so much we're gonna win at every level we're gonna win economically we're gonna win with the economy we're gonna win with military we're gonna win with health care and for our veterans we're gonna win with every single facet we're going to win so much, you may even get tired of winning. They say we defeated ISIS, but they said we defeated the Taliban, and those fuckers are still blowing up and shit in Kabul, and we're sending more troops to Afghanistan now to fight them. So I don't know that we won that. Maybe this is a new kind of winning, or maybe, more likely, it's an old kind of winning where the government lies to us about how the war is going, and then a whole bunch more people die even after they know what they're, we've already lost it. But hey... We get to have a parade still, right? Oh, 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 wait, 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 no, no, well, here's a better idea. We have the parade first, and then the war second. I mean, this whole Korea thing, it could still go down, right? Relax, it's North Korea. Right, North Korea. I mean, if you're dicking around with a nuclear-armed di dictator with a god complex and no real check on his power. God, I wish I knew which world leader I was talking about when I said that. You probably still want to get the parade out of the way before the missiles fly because no one is going to turn out to stand along the radioactive streets of dc to watch the hermetically sealed tanks roll past to put a, down a food riot in baltimore or i could be wrong 
Maybe the parade could be the endless shuffle of dispossessed refugees streaming out of our ruined cities into the blasted heartland where they're going to be forced to eat their children. Worst food ever. I don't know. I'm probably just a negative Nelly here. Maybe this parade could be a good thing. I mean, that's what Jake Novak from CNBC says when he says, quote, everybody calm down. This parade actually makes sense in the most non-fascist and democratic terms possible. Unlike fascist regimes, Trump needs voter support. That sometimes mean winning over new voters here and there, but the real imperative for an incumbent to keep and acknowledge the voters who got you in office in the first place. Take a good look at the Bastille Day parade from last year, and it's not hard to see why such an event appeals to Trump. That's because the Bastille Day Parade isn't exactly like a Nazi or Soviet military parades of the past. The stars of the French Parade aren't the politicians or even the weapons, but the actual troops and military veterans. They dominate the parade route at every turn. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I know, I know, I know. But still, Jake is right. This is a play to his base. And unfortunately for us, his base has an awful lot of veterans and active duty military people in it. It also has a lot of Nazis, Klansmen, white supremacists, and of course, alt-right neckbeards who live in their mom's basement. You need a fucking Venn diagram for these people. So throw in a parade that celebrates all things military makes good political sense. Because Americans love a parade and they really love their fucking military. In Gallup's annual polling, 72% of the American people have a positive attitude towards the military compared to, say, I don't know, the newspapers, which is the exact inverse at 27% of the American people feeling that way. Great job, guys. Try again next year. Oh, and people in this country love to watch military people do military things. I mean, not enough to join up and do them themselves. What are you, crazy? People get killed doing that shit. Best leave that to the experts out there, right? You know, the poor kids who went to the worst schools and had no real hope of escape and they're so desperate they do anything to get out of East Bumblefuck, Arkansas. Or maybe they come from a family of veterans so they just kind of got swept up and joining up even though they were pretty sure they would not be very good at the job and will eventually end up marching in a parade because they pissed off their squadron commander. So we're probably going to have this little authoritarian bullshit roll down Pennsylvania Avenue while El Duche Trump smiles and waves as the boom booms go by. But I strongly suspect he's going to be disappointed in what he sees because our soldiers don't do the funny marches like the Koreans do. You know, and that Nimrod giggles every time he sees them do that little hop, skip, and a jump they do. If Emperor Don the last really wanted to honor the military, he could, uh, I don't know, make sure veterans are taken care of. He could stop putting active duty lives in dangers in countries where there's no strategic served by their purpose. He could uh, fucking tell the Pentagon to stop spending so much money on their pet projects that will never work and invest that money in salary and training for those who are serving. But we don't have time for rational solutions. But he's not going to do that. So uh, guess what, guys? Uh, you get a parade. 
And you know what? I say, fuck it. Let's do the parade. Let's do it. I'm tired of worrying about the bullshit, and this is just more bullshit. What does it matter if we spend 20 million bucks on a parade with tanks and rockets? I mean, wait, while he's giggling and pointing at the tanks, Trump isn't doing anything else like, I don't know, deporting dreamers or, say, ordering Jeff Sessions to figure out a way to repeal the 13th and 14th Amendments. If we as a nation can get like four hours of peace and tranquility by letting Donnie imagine his his dick gets a little bit bigger with each flyby of an F-35, then by all means, you've got my blessing. Just whatever you do, get those people marching some water and some shade and make sure, and this is the most important thing, that they are not behind a group of goddamn clowns. You know what? Maybe I could be in the goddamn thing. Me and a few of my veteran friends who are not so coked up on the Trump Kool-Aid. We could, uh, you know, sneak our way into the parade, marching proud in our old uniforms. And then when we get right in front of the reviewing stand and the tiny fingered draft dodger is up there beaming in his idiocy at the adulation of his warriors, we rip off our uniforms and begin masturbating vigorously on a giant photo of his tangerine majesty, all the while singing our respective service songs. I can, I can see it right now. I can hear it right now. Off we go into the wild blue yonder, flying high, uh, uh, into the sky uh, oh, oh, then we come on his face and march naked down Pennsylvania Avenue because god damn it we love America that much of course dipshit Don being dipshit Don he would probably take that as a compliment look they love me so much they're coming on my face just like I did to Stormy Daniels on Oops the Podcast, join me, comedian Julio Gallerati, as I examine everyday life, the mistakes, the bad decisions, the goals, the jokes, the social engagements, and all things in between. I'm joined every week by producer and personal confidant Ryan Lynch, various other comedians for witty, candid, and intoxicating conversation. Our listeners love Oops for sophisticated banter, aka your mom could listen, and many feel like they're in the room with us chopping it up with old pals. You can find every episode of the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. That is it for our show this week. It's a nice tight 25 for a change. Well, tight might be an exaggeration, but at least I'm not blathering on for 45 minutes and not playing you a tired Chris Hayes show to pad it out. Chris uh, asked me nicely to stop doing that, and he didn't even have a lawyer or anything. So, you know, that was really sweet of you, dude. Hey, speaking of brighter and more capable people like, you know, Chris Hayes, do you know how you can help others become the opposite of bright and capable? Rate and review this show wherever you get your podcast. That way other people will find it, listen to it, and their IQs will drop like a rock. You could see your own mental acuity plummet like Trump on a toilet if you just follow the show on Twitter at the hell underscore podcast or the show name on Facebook. All of the shows are at SoundCloud at the show name and at www.whatthehellpodcast.com. So for me, General Dave Bledsoe, producer Brevet Lieutenant Gavin, and all the other fictional privates on this show, we want to say that all those generals gathered in their masses, they were just actually waiting online for a latte in the Starbucks Pentagon. We'll see you all next week. In the fields, the body's burning As the war machine keeps turning Death and hatred to mankind Poisoning their brainwashed minds Oh Lord, yeah
musicians hide themselves away. They only started the war. Why should they go out to fight? They leave that up to the poor. Yeah. Their power minds Making war just for fun Treating people just like pawns in chess Waiting till the judgment day comes Yeah